The world has written a narrative of motherhood that's narrow and limiting. But that's not how motherhood was designed to be. We don't have to accept that narrative or stay in that confined space. As Christian mothers, we have the freedom to create a beautiful, fulfilling, and inspiring life for ourselves and for our families. We can live a life of purpose and vision in the midst of the confusion around us. I want you to move from being unsure to being confident as a mom. I want to see you let go of the overwhelm and guilt and embrace the freedom we have in Christ. Let's learn how to enjoy the life and the family we've been given. Let's create homes where faith can grow and hearts can be shaped for the kingdom. I'm Audrey McCracken, and welcome to Grace for My Home. Hello, friends. Welcome back to Grace for My Home. I'm so glad to be back here with you guys again this week. I really look forward to our times together and sharing with you. And my hope and prayer is that something I say will be a blessing to you this week, give you the hope that you need, give you a little encouragement to help you along your way. This week, I have been working at the, at the shop, homeschooling my youngest son, um, doing the mama thing, you know, everything that mamas do, which is everything it feels like sometimes. And um, today I actually had a day off from the shop. My sister and I, we, we, we kind of divide up the time there so we can each have some time because she's also a homeschool mom. So today I had a day, I say I had a day off. Um, I had a day that I wasn't at the coffee shop, but I, I, homeschooled my son and did all the things that a mom does here at home that have been falling through the cracks lately because I haven't been here. So today was a good day, but I started something today. I, um, I, life has just started to feel kind of out of control. I know you know that feeling, right? It's kind of like, I don't, I'm really not in control of what's happening. There's so many things happening around me. And so today I made myself a cup of coffee. I pushed the laundry out of my my favorite chair. I sat down with a notebook and pen, and I said, I am going to plan some things. There is something about, for me, there is something about a a clean sheet of paper, a new notebook, a nice pen, a cup of coffee, a few minutes of quiet, and I feel like I can conquer the world, or at least bring my chaos back into some kind of order. And so today I thought I'm going to plan. And, you know, for me, it's not even the execution of the plan. It's just knowing in my mind that I have a plan. It brings me peace of mind. It brings me comfort to know that, you know, I'm, maybe I can't control everything, but those things that I can control, I'm going to. And so I started planning my my day. I started with my day and then my week and then eventually, and I didn't get there today, I'm going to start planning the holidays because they're right around the corner. And so that is just how my brain works. I feel like if I have a plan, even if I don't follow it perfectly, that, you know, life has some kind of order. (laughs) And when I feel out of order or or life feels out of control, 
um, I find me a notebook and in a quiet place to just sit down for five minutes. And so I did that today and I got up and I thought, I feel like a new woman. Nothing has changed. I still have the same list of to do's I did before. Um, I still have the same obligations. I still have, uh, I don't have any more time, but I feel like it's doable. You know what I mean? I feel like, okay, it doesn't have to, what did I say just a few weeks ago? It doesn't have to be perfect to be good. So just a little bit about my day and what's going on around here. Um, I wanted to talk with you today. I, I was thinking, praying what to share with you guys today. And I wanted to talk with you about the miracle of enduring to the end. I believe in miracles. A lot of people, you know, they'll argue with you about our miracles for today. And one of the reasons that I believe in miracles is because I am a miracle. I know what God has done in my life. I was there. I lived it. I'm still living it. I know who I was. I know the life I led. I know my, my family, who my family was, how we lived. And God, within just a few years' time, He rescued, He saved all of my family. Started with my mom, then my dad, then my sister, and then me. And we are not the people we were. God did a miracle in our family. And so I'm living proof that miracles still happen. And I have a whole church full of people in similar situations that God, you know, delivered. Some people in extreme measures. Some people came out of drugs and alcoholism. Others, God has just kept. And so I am thankful for God's power working in me, working in my life. And I believe that God does miracles. But, you know, I think sometimes, and I think this is one of the reasons, this is, I'm just just giving you all my opinions today, right? Which which really amount to a hill of beans. But I'll just tell you what I think and how I see the world. Miracles, sometimes they get a bad rap because we're looking for them in the wrong places. I think there are miracles all around us. I think God is a God of miracles, and He delights in answering our prayers. And He delights in doing things that show that, hey, I'm right here. I'm answering your prayers. I hear you. And we oftentimes, we're looking for the big things. And a lot of times He's whispering in the small things. And when we can tune our ears to hear the, the the whispers, you know, where he's saying, hey, I'm right here, then I think we see him so much clearer or we, we recognize him in our everyday life so much easier. I know I was my husband tonight. We we had a um, we had a meeting. Um, prayer meeting at our church and you know we we pray we literally we pray that's what we do on Wednesday nights is we get together and we pray we pray for our church body and for those who have needs and for those in the community who have shared their needs with us and and we just get together and and as a body of believers and we pray a lot of times my husband will share a message or a scripture or two before we start to pray and he did tonight and he and one of the things he he mentioned kind of stuck in my mind and I thought, what a miracle. He was talking about how when the, the children of Israel were in the, 
wilderness for 40 years, how their shoes, their sandals, their clothes didn't wear out. And he read that scripture, you know, where the Lord said, while you were wandering around the wilderness, before you entered into the promise, I sustained you, I kept you. And I thought, wow, that is so good. You know, we miss that sometimes. Sometimes the miracle is just that he has sustained us. It's not in the flashy things. You know, it's not in the, you know, he came in right in, right on time. And he does that. I mean, he does that a lot. But sometimes the miracle is just that he helped me not give up. You know, the, sometimes the miracle is he was with me the whole time, even when I felt like I was alone. He sustained me when I didn't have the strength to to keep on going. He helped me to keep on going. You know, it says in Isaiah, you know, he gives even the youth get tired. You know, even they run out of strength. But those who wait on the Lord, he renews their strength. You know, they mount up with wings as eagles. They will run and not be weary. They will walk and not faint. And that is my promise. I, I was reading that promise this morning. That is my promise. Lord, as long as I'm with you, then I just keep on going and you give me the strength to keep on going. You know, and he, there are times to rest. You know, he leads us beside the still waters. He restores our soul. But when, when he's called us to do something and we often feel like I can't do this, I don't have the strength to do this. He supplies the strength. Because you see, he rarely calls us to do something that we can do in our own strength. If we could, we wouldn't need him. But often it feels like, at least in my life, that he calls me to do things that I know I can't do without him. And that forces me to lean on him, to look to him, to remember him, to pray for that strength, to depend on him for the wisdom, for the strength, for the endurance that I need. James 1.12 says, Blessed is the one who perseveres under trial, because having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. That's a promise. You know, God blesses those who patiently endure, those who hold on, even after they feel like they can't hold on who believe even when there's no evidence to believe. They just trust God. And there's been so many times in my life where I've just felt like I can't go on. God, if you want me to keep going on, you're going to have to give me the strength to endure. And he does. It's like those children of Israel walking around the desert. You know, there was no there was no flash of lightning. There was no big proclamation. It was just... They didn't, their shoes didn't wear out. Their clothes didn't wear out. He helped them until the time of the promise was fulfilled. And that's how he works in us so often. And we can miss it if we don't trust that he's right here. Even when I don't feel him, even when I don't see him, even when it feels like the promise is delayed, he's right here. And that's a miracle. That's a miracle that we made it when we had no strength because he was our strength. And I'm thankful for that today. You know, a a few years ago, we had in our family, we had a very hard season. My father, we discovered he had Alzheimer's. 
And like anybody who's gone through that, you know that there are different stages. And at first, you, you're not sure what's wrong, but you know something's wrong. And eventually, we knew what was wrong. And it was a very hard time for our family. And it happened right during COVID, which was already felt like such a dark time. And then this was thrown on top of it. And my mom, she carried the the brunt of it. She was there with him. And we knew then, you know, things are never going to be the same. This is hard. And I remember during that time, I had started the habit of walking because it was during COVID and, you know, we couldn't go anywhere. So I would walk this trail that's not too far from my house to this pond. And um, that would be my prayer time because I couldn't get out of the house and everybody, nobody else could either. So we were all here together. So that was my little bit of time away that I could think and pray. And I remember during that walk thinking, Lord, how long? You know, how long is this going to be? How hard is this going to be? How bad is this going to get? How are we going to endure? And nobody knows. There is no answer. Nobody could say, Audrey, if you can just hold on for 18 months. And it was about 18 months before he passed. But we didn't know that. It could have been years. And it's really hard because you don't want him to pass. But you don't want him to be in that situation either. But God gave us grace to endure. God gave my mom grace to endure. And it was a very hard season. And this, there's so many other seasons like that where we don't know the answer. We don't know how long this is going to be. We don't know if we can endure. All we can do is look to Him. And somehow, somehow, years later, we look back and think, God, you did that. You carried me through. I didn't know how I was going to do it. I didn't do it. You did. Thank you. And I just want to tell you, if you feel like you're in darkness right now, if you feel like, how am I going to do this? You're going to do it by grace. He will give you the strength to endure. And you will be able to look back on this season and say, God did a miracle. He helped me when I couldn't help myself. He gave me hope when it felt so dark. And He will bring you through. He loves you. He loves you and He cares about where you are. And He will give you, He'll even give you the faith to believe. Do you know we can't even take credit for our faith? He gives to each of us a measure of faith. He gives us faith. He helps us. But we have to, in turn, take that faith and put it into practice. We have to say, yes, Lord, I believe and I'm trusting. I'm holding on when everything in me is saying, what's the use? I'm holding on, Lord. I trust you. I believe your word. I believe what you said is true. And I'm holding on. And he is going to make sure we get to the other side. Just a few weeks ago, I shared in one of my one of my podcasts, I shared the story of when Jesus and his disciples were in the boat and he said, we're going to go to the other side. And then he went and took a nap and they and a storm rose up and they were distraught because the winds were blowing and the boat was rocking and Jesus was asleep. And they came to him and pleaded and said, Lord, don't you care? Don't you care that we perish? 
And he spoke and everything calmed, everything calmed, the sea calmed, everything calmed. And they were amazed. And he said, why did you doubt? See, when Jesus says we're going to the other side, he means it. You know, the storm, that's not going to stop him from taking you where he said he's taking you. And, you know, I mentioned, I think I even mentioned it in that podcast. There's that, there's a song that I just love and I need to get the name and the name for it, of it for you. But it says, sometimes he calms the storm, but sometimes he calms his child. You know, we can go through a storm and have his peace, have his calm. We don't have to like the storm. We don't have to stay in the storm any longer than necessary, but he can give us peace through the storm. Now, I like it when he calms the storm, but I grow more when he calms me, when he teaches me how to go through the storm and not lose my focus, not lose my faith. And guys, he is growing your faith. He is stretching your faith, but he's growing your faith. I tell my boys this, faith is like a muscle. We use it. We exercise it. And the more we use it, the more we exercise it, the stronger it gets. The more we say, the more we stand on God's word, then spiritually, the stronger we get because we've seen that he comes through. We've seen that it's real. We've seen that he hears our prayers, that he answers our prayers. And that encourages us to keep praying our prayers. And so I encourage you. Whatever season you're in, I hope it's a good one. I hope that you're in a great season. But if it's a hard season, it's just a season. It's going to pass. And he will give you the miracle of endurance. And I want to pray with you right now that you would, if this message isn't for you today, that when your time comes, because we all go through those seasons, those seasons, that you would have great grace to make it through to the other side. And on the other side, we'd be able to tell people, hey, he brought me through. Look how good he is. Look what he's done. Father, we thank you that you love your daughters, that, Lord, we are, that you're teaching us every day. Lord, you, you teach us. Lord, we're like in school. Lord, it's like being in school with you. You said that you're, you would send your spirit and he would teach us all things. Father, teach us how to walk faithfully, even in difficult, dark times. Give us strength, God, to endure. Father, we promise to give you the glory. We promise, oh God, that when we come out on the other side and people will say, how did you do that? We'll say, it was Jesus. It was not me. We thank you, Lord, for your grace, and we honor you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. hope you've enjoyed this episode today and will join me here again next week. You can find more encouragement on my blog at graceformyhome.com. God bless. Bye-bye.